Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We're on episode 30 something now at this stage, I'm not too sure um, what order I put these out. But anyway, today's episode I'm recording on new software, so hopefully the sound is okay and hopefully the video quality will be okay for clips and stuff, but sure, look, we'll see. So um, it'll be a quick enough episode today, but I just wanted to come on today and talk about this 1200 calorie debate that a lot of people have been having online in relation to a video that I put out where I said that most women need to be on somewhere between 17, 18, I can't remember whether I said 17 or 1800 calories, but for now, let's say 1700 calories to 2400 calories to lose weight sustainably. So this is the point that I was making, uh, which I'm going to talk through a little bit in this episode. But there were a lot of people um, in the comments saying, I'm four foot 11, there's no way that I could lose weight in those calories, I need to be on 1200 calories, or I gain weight. I'm not losing any weight and I'm on 1200 calories, this kind of narrative coming through. And a lot of people are kind of putting it down to, you know, being shorter, their height or their age that is holding them back from losing weight and that they need to be on really low calories. For example, 1200 in order to be able to lose the body fat that they want to lose. So I just want to get into, I'm going to kind of flesh that out a little bit and explain why it's just not necessary in a little bit more depth than what I've done in my social media. So um, let's get into it. So I think the first point here that we need to make when um, before we kind of discuss this further is what is an actual healthy weight for your height and your age? Now, the BMI system is kind of flawed a little bit with this because it doesn't really take muscle mass into consideration and bone density. Um, but in like it's a general in general if you know that you're within the healthy weight range for your height and for your age it do you need to be losing body fat is the question so what I would say is a lot of people just say you have someone who is five foot and they weigh 120 pounds or they weigh I don't know, nine stone or something. I'm just, you know, off the top of my head. Um, they might not actually need to be losing body fat. They may want to make changes to their body and they think that losing weight is what they have to do. But in fact, what this person might actually need to do is build some muscle to, for body composition change. And surprise, surprise, what we need to do to build muscle is eat more food. So and uh, like quite often women are put off by the idea of um, building muscle because they think, oh, that's going to make me bulky. Um, I That's not going to give me the shape that I want, but that doesn't happen to women unless they're taking steroids. In general, women who build muscle are going to tighten up, tone up, look leaner, look tighter, look smaller. All Everything that people are looking for when they're looking to lose weight is what they get from this body recomposition. So anyone who is at that shorter height or you know if anyone who is kind of you know perimenopausal menopausal postmenopause um if you're within your healthy weight range then losing body fat is probably not what your goal should be being healthier yes being stronger yes and tightening everything up yes but lowering calories is not the answer to that so in relation to anyone else then who maybe does have 
a bit of body fat that they want to lose, you know, and even if they're at the higher end of the healthy range and they want to lose a few pounds or you're slightly slightly in the let's say overweight range or whether you have a lot of body fat to lose it doesn't matter what I will say is that we want to get into a small calorie deficit and the reason for this is sustainability so just say you only have 10 pounds to lose you could lose 10 pounds eating 1200 calories but then when you lose those 10 pounds how quickly are those 10 pounds going to go back on when you start start eating normally again like pretty quickly because 1200 calories is not sustainable long term that is my point so what i will say to people who are losing weight are are trying to stick to i'm using 1200 as an example it could be more it could be less you know even if we're talking 14 1500 it's still very very low um and very restrictive so my questions here are how long can you stick to 1200 calories realistically can you stick to it for a week two weeks a month two months are you next question are you tracking and staying within your calories seven days a week so there is absolutely no point in tracking 1200 calories and being miserable monday to friday and then saturday and sunday you don't track at all and god only knows how many calories are in that weekend and then when you look at your calories as a whole week You've consumed way more than if you just tracked 1800 calories every day, let's say. So that's a huge thing. Are you tracking and staying within your calories seven days a week? Are you weighing everything? Are you measuring everything? Are you being accurate with with that 1200? Next question, are you happy when you're tracking 1200 calories when you are within and when you are in this deficit? Are you happy? Are you living? Like, are you living your life? Are you living a happy life? And is this something that you can do long term? Next question, what happens when you stop tracking? So when you reach reach when you reach your goal or you decide you need a break, what happens then? How many calories are you consuming on average then? Because we really, really, really just need to get rid of this instant gratification mindset because it's not doing us any favors yes you might have a wedding or a holiday or whatever it is coming up and maybe you restrict majorly you reach your goal but then after the holiday or after the wedding what do you think happens then you you lose your purpose for losing the weight in the first place and old habits are just going to slip back in and before you know it like in quite a quick amount of time you will have regained that weight so it really 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 isn't the answer unless you're dropping weight for some sort of sports competition which in which you have to be weighed to be in a certain weight category or you know if you're doing some sort of bodybuilding bikini show that is different but for all of the rest of us why are we why are we in such a rush why are we looking for this instant gratification real sustainable weight loss takes time but it is really so possible we just have to slow down and actually look at what we're doing so like I've talked about in previous episodes, so I won't go into it too much um, in detail now, but we need to get into a slight deficit. So this is where I obviously have made a very general statement of saying somewhere between 1700 and 2400, because it very much does depend on your height. It depends on your age. It depends on your hormone health. It depends on your activity levels. It depends on, I'm like, what else? Height, age, 
weight, your weight in general, and um, your starting weight, all of these and lifestyle factors that are going to come into place, and your relationship with food. These are all huge factors when it comes to losing weight. But what I would say is we want to get somewhere between three and five hundred calories below maintenance. But maintenance isn't what my fitness pal tells you it is. That is a such a wild guess, even with all that data, and it's it's not taking any of your own personal um things that make you you into consideration so that is where in one of the previous episodes i talk about how you know just start eat just eating as normal start tracking everything see where you're at and then drop the calories back a little bit see how your body responds and it does take time but it's worth it because suddenly you're in control and suddenly you know where you're at with food and you'll actually become much more aware of maybe some of the emotional attachments that you have with food as well and certain patterns that you might not have been aware of when you were just kind of mindlessly eating. So it's a really, really worthwhile thing to do. But the thing is, let's just say you figure it all out or even, you know, you have a coach and hopefully a good coach that will kind of give you realistic, sustainable advice. And let's say you end up being told that to eat 1900 calories a day, let's say. So by eating 1900 calories a day, you're going to be doing that seven days a week. So that is 19. I know I feel like I do this sum all the time. 19 multiplied by seven. Seven nines is 63. One seven is seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. That is 13,300 calories for the week. So what you might find is, and I know with some clients midweek when you know they're in their routine, they find 1900 calories is quite a lot to eat and they might only eat 1800 calories some days, 1700 calories some days because, and they're like, I'd be eating for the sake of eating if I had any more. I'm like, okay, let's just look at this as a week. So they're holding on to that extra 100 calories during the week. And then suddenly at the weekend, they have a night out, they have a dinner out and they've clocked up six or 700 extra calories that they didn't use during the week that they can now use at the weekend. So there's no need to be in this. I don't know if any of you were like me, but the years I spent trying to track all week and then just would like, just couldn't had this block in my mind and there wasn't a hope I was tracking at the weekend. It was my time to let loose, let free out of routine. And I just didn't track, but sure. I got nowhere with it because I God only knows what how much I was eating. So what we want to try and do is start tracking the weekends. And that is one thing that I get my clients go, going with quite like st- straight away. I'm like, track everything. It doesn't matter if you're over. So let's just say you're sticking to your 1900 calories Monday to Friday. Then Saturday hits and routine goes out the window. And you're suddenly tempted not to track. What I would say here is track anyway just track. It doesn't matter. See how much you're over. As you're tracking it, you're more likely to actually stop. You'd be like, you know what? No, I have to put this in. I'm already 500 calories over or whatever, 700 calories over. I'm going, I don't need this. And you, you will eat less by tracking it anyway. The important thing here is that we don't attach guilt to that. So you're going to track anyway. When you add up everything over the week, yes, you might be slightly over your week's calories, but you now know where you stand and you now know where you can work from here. So as you move forward and the weeks go by, you can start planning your weekends better. You can save your few calories during the week, have a better plan in place. But by having that many calories every day, it gives you the flexibility to do so. Whereas if you're trying to lose weight on 1200 calories, you're having, you must be having an absolutely miserable life. 
if you're doing that seven days a week. And my guess is most people who claim to be doing this are not doing it seven days. So let's do another little bit of maths. Let's say you're 1200 calories Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Just say you manage it five days. Okay, so that is five days of 10, one, five, five. So that's, you've eaten 6,000 calories Monday to Friday. Okay, and let's say then on Saturday you don't track and you end up eating 3,000 calories. And then let's say on Sunday you don't track and you're after eating 4,000 calories. So that's another 7,000 calories on top of that. So six plus seven is 13. You've just eaten the same amount of calories as if you'd tracked the 1,900 every day, pretty much, except you've you've got that guilt attached because you're like, oh, I wasn't able to stick to my diet and you eventually kind of give up or you just, whereas instead of being miserable all week, just you can know exactly where you are. Be like, okay, 13,300 throughout the week. Now I I, I can work with this. I can live the life that I want to live and make progress towards my goals. And the thing is, when I'm saying 1900, that's the lower end of what people need to be on in general. Again, I am talking generally. And if I'm talking to someone individually as a client, I would be much more specific with them in relation to all of the factors that count. So my point is, let's start tracking seven days. Let's move away from this 1200. It's just not necessary. Even if you're four foot 11, even if you're five foot, it do, you don't need to be eating so little. There are so on t- so it might take it if if you've been eating so little, genuinely tracking seven days a week, um, genuinely tra- sorry a little bit sidetracked there. My phone was buzzing beside me. If if you genuinely have been eating twelve hundred calories and tracking seven days a week, your you've trained your body to lose weight or to just live on twelve hundred calories, and you need to train your body to live on more. And that would be a little bit of kind of a reverse dieting thing that would need to be done. And we'd have to introduce calories slowly and build back up your metabolism. But that is in a very, in very specific cases where it's, there's been genuine restriction for a long period of time. For, for anyone else who has been trying to stick to the 1200 calories, doing a four or five days a week and eating God knows what the other days, you're probably okay. And there's probably no need for reverse dieting. And um, we just need to figure out where your calorie deficit should be that's sustainable for you and work from there and start tracking everything. Now, there are ways, obviously, there are important factors that are going to help to maximize your calorie burn. Now, I do not believe in exercising to burn calories. That's not what exercise is for. However, moving more is, you're obviously going to be using more energy by moving more than if you're just lying in bed all day or if you were lying on the couch or sitting on a desk at a desk. So what I will say to everyone that I work with is move your body every day. You don't need a rest day from walking. If you don't like walking, that's fine. Swim, get a stationary bike, um, go to dance class, whatever it is, just do something every day to move your body. It doesn't have to be massive. It could only be 10 minutes. That might be all the time you have, but if you're getting the habit to give your body what it needs and our, our bodies are made to move and we need to move every day. Um, and then the, the other thing is resistance training. And what a lot of people don't know, well, any of you who've been listening to me will know at this stage because I'm always going on about it. But uh, resistance training is necessary as we get older, first of all. It's going to help protect our joints. Um, and then at, as we get older, we're going to lose lean 
muscle mass, we need to try and keep what we have and if not build a little bit more to keep our bodies strong and healthy as we age. It's so, so, so important. But on top of that, P- uh, resistance training, obviously, as I said, is builds lean muscle tissue. People with lean muscle lose not lose. Sorry. Let me let me start that again. People with lean muscle tissue burn more calories at rest, which means that if you build yourself a body that is strong and has plenty of muscle, and I say plenty of muscle, I mean tight toned. I don't mean big giant bodybuilder. That's not what I mean. Um, but that we have lean muscle tissue on our body, you are going to be able to maintain your your weight when you reach your goal on higher calories you're not going to have to track forever don't worry but you'll be able to eat plenty of food and maintain your shape and your health and like when I say eat plenty of, cal- of calories I'm talking somewhere between 2,000 and 3,000 calories here like so you would be able to live without having this constant battle with dieting for the rest of your life it's really really not necessary but it is necessary to just start building that muscle and resistance training can be so simple it can be home workouts it can be yoga it can be gym classes it can like there's pilates there's so much out there um it it can be body weight exercises you know so doing squats push-ups off your knees and getting even starting with light weights like a you know obviously i'm a fan of lifting heavy weights but you, you build to that so starting off with light weights and you know pushing up overhead and doing some bent over rows loads there's lunges there's so much that can be done to get started with a bit of resistance training and there's so many coaches out there that will be willing to help you with that also but it really is and even if you've got loads of weight to lose i would recommend getting going with resistance training as you're losing the weight as you're tracking your calories and as you're moving your body, as you're walking every day and clocking your steps, because um, it's going to speed everything up. It's And as you lose the body fat, it's going to help your body take shape. So it's not something that you should wait to do afterwards. Get going at the same time. Anyway, I've been rambling on. I hope all that makes sense. But I'm, as I said, I'm keeping it short and snappy today. If you feel like you need a little bit of help with all of this, with weight loss, with toning up with resistance training with um putting the healthy habits in place that need to be put in place in order to make to reach your goals and like finally break out of this diet cycle then please do contact me i have a few spaces for one-to-one online coaching available but my nourish move and shine program the group coaching is um the next program is starting on the 10th of july so we are now as I'm recording this at the 9th of June and um, this will probably be a couple of weeks before it's out so it'll be much closer to the time 10th of July eight week nourish move and shine program where we work through all of these habits you'll be put into a slight calorie deficit if that is your goal if you're looking to tone up and just change body shape a little bit we'll get the right calories going for that and um, if you don't want to count calories we have hand portion options and uh, workouts so there's home workouts gym workouts I won't get into it too much I've been rambling about it in all of my episodes so if you've been listening back you'll be well aware of um what the nourish move and shine program is about and if you would like to learn more about that if you go onto my instagram at kate hamilton health or my facebook kate hamilton health um or onto my website katehamiltonhealth.com and you'll be able to find all the information from um the Nourish Move and Shine program there, but it, it's a fantastic community. And it's, you know, mostly women, 30 plus, um, busy careers, busy lives, 
few kids, life responsibilities, and they're trying to just find time for them to be able to finally just get healthier and reach their goals. And that is what Nourish, Move and Shine is all about. So um, if it sounds like something that you would be interested in, you can always contact me as well. You can message me on any of my social media or you can email me um, kathamiltonhealth at gmail.com and I'll give you all the info. Um, So anyway, I will chat to you all next week.